0: What is going on, guys? This is Jale back at it with another episode of Teaching Coaching Radio. And I've been doing a lot of fitness lately, so I want to kind of switch things up and hit on another topic. And the topic that I have lined up for today is on what i did to find my passion and um you know something that really really helped me and of course there's a million self-help books on this there's a million different people's opinions on this but a lot of times it becomes very idealistic and like philosophy based and philosophical meaning that you know they give you these big grand ideas on how you find your passion and your true meaning and the meaning of life if you want to say or something like that um, but I'm gonna give you what I did practically every single day um and how I found my passion and what I really wanted to do. But first I'll give you a little backdrop onto how I even got to where I am and then there I kinda discuss how I got to my passion and what I really did to solidify it and pursue it. So, uh out of high school um, I didn't really have a major plan. My guidance counselor actually was the one who convinced me and helped me get into college. And I went to college out of state, made a great, made great friends, had a great time, did an undergrad, uh, degree in psychology. I knew I kind of liked the field, but I didn't know exactly what I wanted to do. I knew I didn't really want to work in like a lab, but I was interested in research and data to some extent, but I didn't want to just do like lab testing. Even though my undergrad degree was in clinical psychology, then, um, I was, you know, out of school. I was working. I, you know, worked at a garden center main, mainly where I made pretty good money, especially because I had a lot of good overtime and things like that. And then afterwards, I started working at a child care center with uh ch- you know, children who have severe needs and who come from, you know, very very, um, you know, sad, depressing home lives and you know, abusive and things like that. So I had some experience there, but I left there because. Uh, not even for the money, it was a pay cut, but the main reason I really left was due to the fact that um, there was some sketchy situations going on and I didn't feel like management had my back, so I decided to leave that situation and go back to my old job. So At that point, I didn't really know what I wanted to do, but I knew I didn't want to work at a garden center for the rest of my life. And um, Every summer, I worked at a camp with kids and I realized that I loved going in to work and helping out with the kids and, you know, helping with events and fundraising and doing things like that. And I realized like, hmm, this might be something that I might want to do and might want to pursue, but I don't know exactly what I want to do because the idea of teaching never really felt that appealing to me, but working with kids did. Um, so I was still just figuring out, looking up different ideas about things I may or may not want to do, but then I ran into someone and they told me about, uh, teacher aids at the local school district uh, in my area so i looked into the job i went on a bunch of interviews it was like three or four interviews got the job and you know i didn't really know what to make of it i asked the assistant principal like you know what's my job here what am i really supposed to be doing and she basically was just like you're just here to be a good role model um help the teachers out you know if they ask you to do things and just kind of just help out but mainly be a good role model and just you know be engaged with the kids so i said great you know cool so i did that and um, the thing I started realizing on a day-to-day basis was I did like I did like the job. I did like hanging out with the kids, hanging out with the teachers. But I realized when I was hanging out with the teachers, though, that, you know, not tooting my own horn or anything like that, but I realized that I was on the same intelligence level and same, you know, potential level as any of these people I'm working with, but they're all making double and triple what I'm making. Um, and not that it's all about the money, but. You know I knew that I could make enough money to be comfortable and make a sufficient living, just like they they could be because I had the talent I had the skill level, I had the will, I had the drive and the work ethic, just like they did. But the difference between them and myself and the business I wanted to get into was they had a master's degree. Um, And things like that. So this is kind of where I'm starting to see what, you know, get into the passion thing um, and following dreams. So the first major thing I did was I realized working with kids was something that brought me joy. That's something I didn't mind waking up doing every day. So When you think about things like that we like to do, think about, you know, what you like to do. So you have to differentiate, though, between the things that you like to get up and do that are just your hobbies and the things that you can monetize. For example, I like playing video games. I like watching movies. I like watching Netflix. I'm sure there are many people who monetize that, but that's not something that I really wanted to monetize. Even the gym. The gym is something else that I've even thought maybe was my passion, you know, to make a living, but I realized the gym is my escape. The gym is something that I really love to do for myself and build and work for myself. And yes, I do part-time online coaching. Yes, I do a fitness podcast, but this is all, um, you know, a few hours on the weekends for the most part, besides my random updates from clients and helping them out for the most part, it only really takes me a few hours a week to do. And it helps me out, you know, it's very beneficial and lucrative and, helps me out helps them out and i enjoy doing it it's more of a hobby that i just get some pay for for example you know for the same thing as people who know maybe play sports and tournaments and you know they get paid if they win like it's just like you know something a little extra money something on the side but it wasn't my passion and i even gave it a shot because it was something that made me happy so this is kind of how i started to differentiate on what my passion was for my career and between things that i just like and things i just want to do um when I finally decided that I want to get a master's degree and I wasn't a hundred percent sure on what yet. And I was looking into different kinds of schools in my area and online degrees. I started to really think about, you know, what did I like about work and what didn't I like about work? And again, I solidified that I didn't, you know, want to be somebody who's a teacher and plan lessons and be in front of a classroom. But I was someone who wanted to, um, definitely, do things like help kids out, listen to them, relate to them, help them get through their problems, you know, do some small group work, do some one-to-one work. And I didn't know if I wanted to be a social worker, if I wanted to be a psychologist, if I wanted to be a guidance counselor, if I wanted to be OT, a PT, I didn't know what I wanted to do at the time. So I started to really, really just focus in on my everyday life at, at work and really, really Mentally and sometimes even physically actually a lot of times physically write down what I really really liked about my job um, and then really started to kind of break down and cater down to what I really wanted to do um, as a career and I started realizing at the time, same time I was doing fitness stuff at the same time um I was doing other things and then I realized that it wasn't bringing me happiness. I think I was doing YouTube at the time too, and I made a decision because it was really I, I got to a place where I was a really low and it had something to do with my diagnosis as well. I had low te- when I got first diagnosed with low testosterone. My testosterone levels were really low. So a side effect of that can be depressive thoughts and depression and you know really bad mood and things like that. So I got to a point where I was trying to find some type of happiness and joy and your purpose. And so what I made a decision to do one day, and this was really what the big game changer was for me, I decided to focus on and do things that make me happy and do a lot less of things that stress me out um, and don't make me happy. And it sounds very simple, but it's not that simple because there are some good stresses in life. And there are some bad stresses in life. There are some things that are that you need to do that aren't going to make you happy. So it's not just as easy and as cut and dry as I'm making it sound, or black and white. But when you think about things that you don't need, that's kind of where the different, you know, where you make that differentiation at. So, for example, for me, make using my camera to make YouTube videos and it edit the videos, make thumbnails, do all this work. Um, wasn't making me happy, it actually just stressed me out, I actually hated it, I hated the idea of having to jump in front of the camera um, you know, try to make like my life is more interesting than it is then be around the gym, setting up camera angles or asking people to record me and then editing for hours to put out content that people were barely even watching, and it's not even about the viewers and the money, because I knew that would have come, I was growing, I had a couple hundred subscribers, like you know, it wasn't even just about that, but the fact that it just didn't make me happy, so I eliminated it. I deleted the channel, got rid of it. It wasn't something that I liked to do. That was one thing for ex- uh, you know, a concrete example of one thing I eliminated. Um, I eliminated, you know, just doing any other thing. Like if things really just dis- people were making plans to to meet up with me, and it was something that I really didn't like or something that I didn't really want to do, I don't do it. As, you know especially at one point when I was in school and working full time I'm working seven to five I'm doing internship um craziness, you know I'm coaching I'm doing all these type of things and events um to support you know when I was figuring out that this is my passion to support that I was like i don't have as much room and energy for these other things because at the time, you gotta remember I still love. Uh, working out I still love bodybuilding and nutrition so at the time I'm doing grad school I'm doing my business of nutrition and coaching I'm still going to the gym at least an hour a day you know five days a week six days a week um, and you know, time to time I still had some personal training clients that I was working with and you know writing papers and you know being on top of everything so I don't really have room for things that didn't make me happy either Um, so it came the same thing, you know, people, events, going places, doing certain things. I just really cut back on and that's how I carved out what my passion was. So when you wake up every day and you're thinking about, Oh, I hate doing this. I hate doing that. If you hate doing a lot of different things, maybe write those things down that you're catching yourself saying that you hate or you, or when you wake up in the morning, you don't really want to do it. Um, And it's simple because a lot of you listening to this probably don't love your job, right? So I know I'm, I'm oversimplifying it, but this is a way to do it. Yes, you can't just get up and eliminate and quit your job. That's not what I'm saying. But what you can do is let's think more practically about it. Write down five things you do like about your job, even if it's hard to do, or if you can only furnish three or four, that's fine, but just try to do five things you like about the job, and then five things you don't like about the job. And it can be simple as, I like that I get paid every two weeks. Maybe you don't like the amount of pay, so that can go on the other side, but you do like that you have a steady paycheck. Right Because for me, personally, I like to have a steady paycheck, and for other people, that's not what they like. Some people like to be more risky, they like to get you know more they like to gamble a little bit, they like to have a bigger reward right for betting on themselves and being entrepreneurs. That's what an entrepreneur is. An entrepreneur is somebody who bets on themselves and they have their own business and they take risk and they're in a loss sometimes, but then they get big gains because you know not only are you on your schedule, you're working for yourself, and everything you make is for you and that's a lifestyle some people wanna live. I don't personally wanna live that lifestyle. I personally like having a stable check and making good money working in a good district because I make myself valuable, I make more than enough money, you know, and I'll keep continuing to grow and educate myself where I can make more money and be more comfortable. Um I never had any aspirations to be rich. And of course it would be great to be rich, but making, you know, being upper middle class and you know having enough room to buy things that i really want and need and take care of my family take care of myself if i really had to and needed to is more than enough um everybody can't be rich you know everybody can't be upper middle class so i'm blessed enough to even be pretty much considered upper middle class right now and i don't take that blessing lightly i'm very grateful for where i am and of course i will always strive to do better and get more um to be a provider eventually one day but I can't complain about where I'm at. I love my job, I'm making great money, Um, I'm living good, I have great family support, friend support, girlfriend support. Um, and these you know it 's a blessing, but some for some people that wouldn 't be enough. this lifestyle isn 't for them they they couldn 't stand working with kids or they couldn 't stand working seven thirty to two forty five every single day they don 't want to be on a structured time clock like that, at least working for somebody else. Maybe they want to be on a structured clock that they set for themselves. so you have to figure out, like I said, five things about your job, maybe right now currently, or about your school situation that you love right now and that you hate right now, so that you can know what your next move is you know what you're looking for so you know that your next job or next career or next you know thing that you really go for it's going to include hopefully most of those five things that you do love about it right whatever those five things are and it's not going to include the five things that you hate and then you move closer to your goal and closer to your passion and closer to the things that you like and you got to also keep in mind though guys That as you grow older, you go through different phases and you change. Um, There's certain things that I loved a few years ago that I don't love now. Um, You know, things like that. Uh, I have a passion for working with the kids and I I think that'll stick. I have a passion for the gym and I really want that to stick. I really love the feeling of working out. It's a great hobby of mine. Um, I keep up with it. It keeps me busy. It keeps me healthy. Keeps me in shape. I love being in shape. I love being healthy um you know and being able to live life to this fullest in my my opinion how i want to live it um and not be limited by health factors um that's something that makes me happy i mean but you know other people won't have time for that necessarily i mean i feel like you make time for what you want but at the same time i have to be respectful of other people's situations so that's it guys i kind of just you know i rambled a little bit i kind of went off script a little bit um, but I really just wanted to share that with you guys. Like, I know a lot of people struggle with finding their passion, and I just wanted to share what I did. And just to kind of give it a little summary and breakdown. The first thing I did was, um, you know, if you have an education background or a work background, you just want to look into things that you're interested in and maybe take a shot and you know maybe quit that job and for another job that pays similar, but it might be something that you really want to do, or maybe work part time for yourself or part time at another job and try it out. Um, is the first thing you got to try things to know and then not have that doubt in your mind because that was how YouTube was I watched so much YouTube I love YouTube so I had to give it a shot for myself because if I never did I'd still be sitting here with this doubt today like damn I should have gave that YouTube channel a try I should have gave that YouTube channel a shot and maybe I'd be doubting myself as a counselor and not putting my 100% into being a counselor Um, and to my, my current career, because I, in the back of my mind, somewhere would be like, oh man, I should be like a big fitness star on YouTube or something like that. But now I know that doesn't bring me happiness. So you have to try things guys to, you know, ultimately get to your end result and get to your end goal. And if you don't try things, I feel like the way that life works is that if you don't try it yourself, then you're going to be forced to try it and maybe in an unfortunate way or unfortunate circumstance. And what I could mean by that is maybe, you know, you're you're, you're fired or maybe you're forced to quit or your job and then now it's not under your control anymore. Now it's not by, you know, it's not in your grasp anymore. Maybe you can do it in a way that's a little more um, kind to your schedule and kind to your mind state or you could be forced to do it. Um, because you're not giving your all to the situation. So maybe, you know, you find yourself out there like that. So there's just some things to think about, guys. You got to kind of start, you know, you only have one life to live. I don't know if you're listening to this and you're 15, you're 20, you're 30, you're 40, you're 50. It doesn't really matter um, wherever you are in life. If you're not happy and you're trying to find that passion, this is a way that helped me do that. or just eliminated things that don't bring me happiness. And that includes inside and outside of work because it all contributes um, to who I am. I'm at work you know, most of the day, five days a week, right? So it's not just about those hours that I'm there. It's not just about that being my job. It's a part of who I am. I'm a school counselor, not just from 730 to 245, Monday through Friday. I'm held to that same high standard of being a counseling professional and being somebody who's an educational leader and being somebody who's a leader of students and molder of young minds. I'm held to that standard all day long. Five day, seven days a week, 24 hours a day, 365 days a year on a step on a leap year, right? Wherever you see me, you know I'm the counselor, so I have to act accordingly um, or else I could be fired or else I could be looked down upon or else I won't be taken seriously. And that's something that, you know, the idea of that, like, saddens me. The idea that I would ever jeopardize my lifestyle as a counselor just terrifies me. So, I'm always on point. I'm always doing things for the best interest of my students and my staff. And I'm always trying to make things work. So, that's the same thing. You need to find that same thing that drives you and that puts that fire in you the same exact way. And that's it, guys. I'm going to wrap it up here. Um, thank you guys for listening, as always. I appreciate a lot of the reviews you guys have been leaving lately. Um, it really helps me, helps the channel grow. Uh, it's been bringing in more listeners per episode. So, things like that really, really help. Thank you guys. And I'll talk to you in the next one.